Hey everyone, so you want to know how to use Anchor, right? I'm here to inform, guide, and help you on how to use Anchor. Anchor is a phone app and hosting site owned by Spotify. It's the awesome idea to start creating your podcast by attempting to be the one-stop shop for podcasters without an extensive technical background. You can follow the vertical integration model, meaning that you can record, distribute, and monetize your podcast. Why are you struggling with paying a hosting site which includes promoting your show with limited storages? Forget about it. It's the simple fact that unlimited storage is free. It includes recording, adding music, intros, outros, and uploading episodes. Plus, you get paid some money to put in your pocket through sponsorships with no minimum listenership. That's fantastic and magnificent, isn't it? These are the important things to create and make a podcast. You can download Anchor on your phones, tablets, laptops, and computers, or you can check out anchor.fm so you can get a head start on your podcast right now. Remember, if you have a dream of creating your own podcast, don't let anyone stop you from achieving your goals and dreams. If I can reach the amount of success loving what I'd love to do in this career, podcasting field so can you i'm g money stacks thank you for listening and have fun with your podcast let's go Good evening, USA, Canada, all over the world, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, the misunderstood lonely nomad, YouTuber, host with the most, 
the unstoppable independent podcaster and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now listening, you're now listening, tuning in, and rocking with excellent, fun, vibrant podcast sports edition show, episode 24. Live and direct from StreamYard and YouTube, alongside with myself, is the Instagram live feed of the podcast show page make sure you turn on your notifications on instagram so you could know where i'm going to be on instagram live on a weekly basis which is what i'm going to do with all my weekly podcast episode recordings so that way you'll be able to chime in on topics and you know the rest so anyway um make sure you go ahead and Tap that notary notary bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream. And also subscribe, like, comment on the episodes with the topics. Share the video, share the episodes, download the episodes, and I will go over the audio streaming platforms where you can listen to the episodes on the go. And if you have any questions for me, any thoughts and all the other stuff, be sure to go to the anchor.fm podcast page where you can see where you see the episodes being posted and you're going to see listen on spotify and you're going to see um um the word message on there you tap on there and you go ahead and leave your voice message on there too so there you go right there um now now that i got that out the way um uh real, real quick um a little mental health check-in um how I'm feeling mentally, physically, and spiritually, you ask? Well, for the most part, I am basically turning the page of what went down this past Wednesday of last week um, in terms of um, the issues of, of, you know, the simple fact that, you know, I'm being told that I'm going in circles with my podcast. I'm like, wait a minute. If I'm going in circles with my podcast, then 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 how come? Then how come I am like the main person who is consistent on a weekly basis, who 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 by the way is almost at one actually almost at 2k plays. And that's off the meat rat chains New York podcast, by the way. And 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 I put in the hard work and all the research of all the topics that I've been doing. If that's if then if that's um not consistency for you, then I don't know what is. Look, and I want to address this too, man. And it's something that I was talking about in a um a friend of mine's um Instagram live feed earlier, is that not all contracts are good contracts same with money not all money is is good money too because there's always a catch there's always a fucking catch to this shit though and that's why i've stressed enough to you know remain independent because number one is always going to be a catch with you know you know certain networks trying to take your shows away from you yeah yeah ip and RSS feed and all that other stuff. I'm like, nah, this is not happening. I don't think so. Look, I'm more for having, I'm more for having a fucking um open mind, but I'm only open minded to certain things. I can't have an open mind to everything. 
That's like somebody asking me to have an open mind on scams, which I'm not down for. I'm not down for that shit. So anyway, overall, mentally, physically, and spiritually, I am I am doing all right so far. And and yes, this is the first day of May that um on my other show um I am going to actually, you know, cover some some particular mental health related topics on there. Um, I am going to actually, you know, touch on dementia. I am going to touch on the eight senses to wellness um, because um, I feel the need that it is important. And, and, you know, speaking of important, you know, mental health is not a taboo subject anymore. And I feel, the, and I feel like um, we need to dismantle the stigma and stereotypes behind it because at the end of the day um only you can do it you know what i'm saying and 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 i always say this in every episode of each podcast that i do is the simple fact that you don't need to wait every year for mental health awareness month and mental health day to reach out to somebody. It's all about following your mind, your soul, your heart, and your instincts. And, and of course, having confidence is important as well to know uh, what a person is going through. Um, and, for the simple fact that, you know, you never know. Um, so instead of second guessing yourself, why don't why don't you just find out? And for the most part, let me just say this. It is important to reach out to one another especially especially if it's your husbands your your wives your your girlfriends your boyfriends your friends even the people even the people that you are um that you're cool with from work or your career field um doesn't matter um you know make sure you reach out to them because you never know um what's gonna happen and I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying tomorrow's not promised to anybody. I don't want to scare nobody. I'm not saying that. It's all about how you handle things. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, there you go, right there. Um, that was your mental health check-in. Um, real quick, I want to actually get into this thing that I like to call the quick side bleacher bar. Of course, our first subject is Matt Ryan. All right. Obviously, if you didn't hear, he got traded to the Colts. So I'll fill you, I'll fill you in on that in a, in a moment. Um. All right. 
Okay. So. Um. All right. So this is according to the NFL website. Okay. So, let's get to. Wait a minute here. Wait a second, man. Matt Ryan back. Yes, here we go. Here we go. Um, I was just right there. All right, so here's what's happening. Eight teams drafted a quarterback in 2022 NFL draft, but one that did not um was Indianapolis, which is perfectly happy to work with its newly signed veteran quarterback for the foreseeable future. The Indianapolis Colts traded for quarterback Matt Ryan last month, and Colts owner Jim um, Ursay said Saturday after the draft that Indianapolis is not looking looking at Ryan as simply a placeholder until someone younger and better comes along. He wants Ryan to actually be a multi-year starter for the franchise. We hope Matt can see can be here for, for four years, maybe, Ursay said, per ESPN. We certainly have our radar out for a young guy. That can be the long-term future. The Colts, um, yeah, the Colts, um, could use the summer, some stability at the quarterback position after the last few years in which there have been six different players spending time on the center over five seasons. In fact, the Colts are the only team in NFL history to have a different quarterback start 15-plus games in four consecutive seasons. Most recently, Indianapolis tried to create some stability at the position by trading for former number two overall draft pick um, Carson Wentz hoping that he could lead the Colts into a new era of success. But the Colts missed the playoffs in 2021, going 9-8 and eight and finishing the season with an embarrassing loss to the 3-4 Jaguars that eliminated them from playoff contention. And a month later, Wentz was on the move, traded to the Washington Commanders. It appeared there was no love lost from Colts management. As Ursa was quoted as saying that trading for Wentz was a big mistake, that the franchise had to move away from. With Wentz gone, the Colts found a golden opportunity in Ryan. When the Falcons appeared to be counting Deshaun Watson in March, it indicated that Atlanta was willing to make move, actually willing to move on from its 14-year starter, and Indianapolis took advantage. While Watson eventually signed with the Browns, the Colts was still able to trade a 2022 third-round pick to the Falcons for Ryan. On the surface, the move to acquire Ryan might appear similar to 
um, the signing of quarterback Philip Rivers in 2020 when the veteran received a one-year deal to be the quarterback just until Indianapolis found its long-term answer for the position. But Ursa said um, that unlike with Rivers, the Colts went into this trade wanting Ryan to be the starter more, for more than just a season. Um, Matt is different than Phillip. This is definitely different than that. Ursa said, it's not drafting Andrew Luck, but it's different than Phillip. We knew Phillip was going to be a one-year sort of thing, and we view this as very possibly a three-year thing. Who knows? It's hard to put a number on it. Uh, and the Colts already believe putting their trust in Ryan as a long-term option uh, was a good choice, as Ryan has quickly show, shown his experience and skill in his short time with the team. Offensive coordinator Marcus Brady said during offseason workouts that Ryan has been damn near coach in himself. And Ursa um, echoed that praise on Saturday. In quote, I can't say enough about Matt Ryan, Ursa said. There is no way I can sit here and explain to you unless you look at general manager Chris Ballard and coach Frank um, um, Rice, right, Reich, and different people in this organization eyes and see the difference that goes on right now because of Matt Ryan being in the in this building. His professionalism, his stature still at age 36 and coming in here and we really are fortunate. And with Ryan now in line to continue running plays for Indianapolis for the next few years, the Colts will have the security They've so desperately needed while they wait to find their next franchise QB. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's pretty. In some cases it may be devastating for some, but not all, not all, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Um, Whatever makes him happy, that's what really matters here. Um, now we are going to go to our next subject, Deshaun Watson. Hang on a second. Okay. All right. Um. Unfortunately, the legal trouble, the legal trouble the Deshaun Watson is facing in Houston already is threatening to get a get in the way of his new job in Cleveland. Lawyers for the 22 women who are suing Watson last week filed a notice of their intention to take his uh, pre-trial disposition testimony on five different days in early May at the Houston office of Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden. 
But Harden is fighting it, knowing that the NFL quarterback recently changed jobs after being traded by the Houston Texans to the Cleveland Browns. Oh, boy. Really? Really, though. Mr. Watson recently moved out of state and currently lives in Ohio, said a document submitted um, by Harden's firm in court Friday. He also has a full-time job that requires his presence in Ohio Monday through Friday. As a result, Mr. Watson is not available for des dep uh, depositions, depositions, depositions. In Texas, on the dates, um, um, unilaterally noticed by plaintiffs. Plaintiffs. Counsel for Mr. Watson offered multiple dates for Mr. Watson's deposition that were rejected by plaintiffs. Um, counsel. <laughs> Damn. Um. Okay. Harden has filed a motion to to quash those depositions, leading to a court hearing set for next week in Houston, where Judge Rebecca Collier could decide the matter. The 22 women have accused Watson of sexual misconduct during uh, massage massages sessions um, from early 2022 March 2021 often after he contacted them for the first time on Instagram. They say he exposed himself to them, caused his genitals to touch them, and and in some cases, coerced them to oral sex. Watson, age 26, has denied wrongdoing. Harden said they are lying, out for money, and that there were sometimes consensual encounters. The women's attorneys, led by Tony um, Busby, <laughs> Busby, <laughs> oh man, has set those deposition dates in May on behalf of 10 of the 22 women. In Watson's defense, Harden pointed out that they, that two of the women have not sat for depositions themselves to assert their allegations under oath. End quote. As this court has already ruled, Mr. Watson is not and, and should not be required to respond in a deposition to allegations that have not yet been asserted under oath, Harden's motion stated, in quote, stated differently until, until the two women appear for deposition, Mr. Watson should not be required to respond to the allegations drafted by the lawyers for which these plaintiffs have not verified or um, confirmed under oath. Mr. Watson's counsel is currently working in good faith to identify and provide alternative dates for Mr. Watson's deposition. 
I don't usually get tongue-tied of the word deposition, but forgive me. Um. Okay. Um. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Watson has sat for some depositions already, but the battle for um, pre-trial discovery evidence recently has intensified. Other under an agreement between the two parties most of most or all of these cases might not go to trial at until after february 2023 unless he settles them out of court two grand juries declined to induct him on criminal charges in 10 cases that were reported to police Yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure what I'm going to say on there. So I'm just going to move. I'm going to actually, you know, move on to the next one. Because this right here, this right here don't look good on this guy right here. It does not look good. Um. Anyway, man. <laughs> oh, man, this shit does not look good for him, man. Um. <laughs> all right, so... Um all right, let's talk um yeah let's talk Kevin Durant. I've been meeting to cause I'm gonna talk about the um the disastrous season ending um in a, in another episode, so I'm not gonna talk about it here today. So um here we go. Now recently um scoring points and dunking on people on the internet are two things Kevin Durant does well. The Brooklyn Nets star is known for being active on Twitter. On Sunday, Durant was flat out over it after a Boston Celtics fan criticized the superstar small forward. There were multiple tweets from Nick Gelso, but he finally caught Kevin Durant's attention. The Nets star sent a tweet that might just be his best bet. It doesn't look like Gelso responded, which makes sense because Durant obliterated this poor man into the stratosphere. <laughs> oh man! Oh my gosh! This is so you you get dumped on. You should be embarrassed. All right. Um, <laughs> that man has has a family, Kevin. Maybe I don't personally know, but if he did, that's what I'd say in response to Kevin Durant's tweet. Not only does Durant dunk on the competition in the NBA, but the Nets star frequently dunks on random people on Twitter. He easily, <laughs> he easily um, becomes one of the most entertaining players in the league as he just just as savage online as he is on the court. <laughs> oh shit. Um all right. So hopefully hopefully the Nets receive this level of dominance from Kevin Durant in Sunday's game. Brooklyn takes on the Indiana Pacers in their final game of the season. If Durant helps lead this his team to victory, they should be 
participating in the play-in game for the postseason. If not, then things could get interesting for this organization. Luckily for them, the Pacers are one of the worst teams <laughs> in, in the league. Oh, man. Wow. They probably are the worst team. Oh, shit. The Nets just need to make sure they win and they are in. We'll see how it plays out Um, as the game tips off at the 3.30 p.m. Eastern. This was most recently. This is not really current. Well, it, it's most recently, so it's not. Um, so speaking of which, <laughs> um, so let me see. So we got um, we got some other stuff to talk about in basketball news. Um, so there's three solid, reasonable predictions why the Celtics will sweep away Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Nets. As the Boston Celtics had had control of their own destiny in the final, excuse me, in the final day of the regular season, they decided to not rest their main guys to clinch the second seed and increase the likelihood of playing the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. Dodging an opponent was not an option for coach for the coach. Um, 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 I, I mean, Udoka and the Celtics as they have stamped their class in this series with a commanding three to zip lead. After game one, but at the game one buzzer beater of Jason's Tatum, um, not to be confused with Channing Tatum, um, fans, <laughs> fans were ecstatic that this would be one of the most exciting first round series in recent memory. The intriguing level is still on a spectacular level for casual NBA fans, but the Nets. Supporters are in dire need of a miracle soon. Entering their Monday night showdown, the Celtics will target to sweep Brooklyn and send them home early. Thus, these are three reasons for Boston to sustain their excellent success. Celtics will sweep Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and the Nets. When the playoffs begin, this is the juncture when the superstars elevate their production, both offensively and defensively. All the games are on the national television, and um, everyone can magnify the accomplishments or failures of any player. In the first three games of the series, Tatum has vastly outplayed one of the best players in the association. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Oh, shit. The, the scoring on prowess of Tatum is unquestioned, but it is his defensive performance on Durant that has caught the eye of the people. As the individual guarding um, Durant, he has limited him to 19 field goals 
made over three games and forced Durant to commit 17 turnovers in, in, in total. Oh, wow. Wow. These numbers are uncharacteristic for Durant, but the heavy credit must be given to Tatum's um, um, exceptional defense that um, has resulted to um, a ton of easy baskets for Boston. Oh, wow. The head of the snake. <laughs> the head of the snake of the Celtics <laughs> of defense, Marcus Smart, has been incredible in containing um, the scoring production of Kyrie Irving. The 39-point explosion of Irving in game one has been an outlier because the game plan and schemes of um, Udoka has proven to be has proven to keep exactly to be um sorry for the tongue twister folks just stay with me here um to keep the nets in an uncomfortable position throughout the game another defensive genius in robert williams um the third returned to the lineup in game three as an added boost to the interior defense of boston the absence of Ben Simmons and Joe Harris has severely hampered the reliable options of the Nets in playoff time. Coach Steve Nash is forced to utilize guys like Patty Mills. <laughs> Patty Mills. Can you read that shit? <laughs> Grand Dragic and and Andre Drummond for the for um an extended amount of time who are all struggling in this series because of the cause the constant disruptions and contest of the Celtics defenders. Um <laughs> Udoka is more more prepared than Nash. Sheesh. Coincidentally, Udoka was an assistant coach in Nash's coaching staff last season. When the Boston job was offered, Udoka um, accepted it, and he has proven to become one of the best tacticians in the association this year. His defensive philosophies, um, yeah, his defensive um, philosophies and fantastic principles has forced Brooklyn to be on this disarray at the offensive side. Side, yeah. The offensive sets of Nash have not been executed very well at any point of this series. The Nets are relying more on the talent and skill of Durant and Irving as Nash has not put his guys in perfect positions with pin downs or off the ball schemes the physicality and off the ball bumping has left the rent exhausted so nash must not consider making the rent a point guard forward at any time of the game for udoka on the other hand he has continuously found the recipe to maneuver through the nets defense led by tatum and jalen brown the talent 
of the Nets gives them a small chance to still make this series a competitive one. But Boston is focused on wrapping it up on Monday and wait for the winners of the Milwaukee Bucks Chicago Bulls series. If the Celtics are able to wrap it up early, it gives them a ton of time to rest in Boston because they will also have home court advantage against either the Bucks or Bills in the second round. It has been an impressive run for the Celtics so far, and they show no signs of slowing down for a legitimate chance of winning it all for the first time since 2008. Oh, wow. That's interesting to say. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's very interesting to say. Ah, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. That's very interesting to say. I, I didn't even think about that right there. Um, so let's see. What else can we talk about here? I'm sorry. Um, give me a sec. Um, Um, all right, I'm about to see if there's any other topics that I need to talk about in today's episode. So let me make sure I don't miss anything. Um, okay. All right. Um, all right. So. Now we're done with basketball news. Now we're gonna go into baseball news. Um wait, where is the uh oh Aaron Judge uh, especially um yes so um Aaron Judge so recently um according to cbssports.com um Recently, Major League Baseball's regular season is only in its second week, but for a certain certain kind of fan, it's never too early to think about this upcoming winter, winter's free agent class. Besides, the news cycle as of late has made it difficult to avoid looking ahead. Between the New York Yankees failing to extend outfielder Aaron Judge and the Boston Red Sox making it Un- underwhelming offer to keep shortstop um, Xander Bogarts in town beyond his opt-out date. This offseason already looks like it could feature some star power than previous expected. Um, the sagas of Judge and Bogarts are just two of the storylines worth watching. Um, for a better idea of who else might be available and what other developments merit tracking let's turn to an always reliable format by attempting to answer five 
big questions about MLB's perspective, 2022 to 2023 free agent class. Will the Yankees keep judge? The Yankees, by virtue of their financial might and prestige, almost never allow homegrown stars to leave. That's partially why Robinson Cano signed Cano signing with the Mariners in December 2013 was such a notable story. Um, whether or not Judge follows Cano's um, path is to be seen, but the chances seem better than they were a year ago. Um, for those who are out of the loop, the Yankees offered Jane, no, excuse me, Judge an extension worth more than $200 million prior to opening day. Judge declined that offer, seemingly ensuring that he'll test the free agent orders. Rival talent evaluators expressed surprise to CBS Sports that Judge turned down the offer, citing his age. He'll turn 30 in a week, and his injury history as reasons he's unlikely to get much more on the open market. Um, Judge is clearly betting on himself, and that's a free agent um, storyline worth tracking. Um, number, number two, to opt out or not. We mentioned Bogarts in the introduction. He's the biggest opt-out candidate on the side of the hitters. As he'll have upwards and four years and $80 million remaining on his deal. Injuries happen, and so you never want to assume that a decision is, is a given. But it seems more likely than not that Bogarts can and will top that on the market. Um, the, the pitching side is littered with interesting opt-out decisions. Mets right fielder Jacob DeGrom, two years, $62 million, um, has affirmed his desire to opt out at even after suffering an injury that will cause him to miss most of the two first the first two months of the season. Elsewhere, Astros righty Justin Verlander, uh, potentially one year, $25 million, and Giants lefty Carlos um, Radon, potentially one year, $22.5 million, could also take their chances on the market if they hit certain things, no, certain innings thresholds. Number three, who are the top other hitters besides Judge and potentially Bogarts? The top prospective free agent hitters, hitter is, um, excuse me, um, Dodgers shortstop Trey Turner. Once you get past that tier, there's a, a lot of uncertainty. Will Joey Gallo rebound? Will teams view Wilson Contreras as a franchise-level catcher? Can Enrique Hernandez and Josh Bell cement their standings as above-average players? How will the market view J.D. Martinez, given his advanced age and limited defense, uh, would Jose Abreu leave Chicago and so on? At least at this point, 
Um, it seems unlikely that this year's class will match the the breadth of last winter's. Um, the top three of five could be very sh- strong, however. Number four, where's the pitching? Outside of the Grom, the top of the pitching market is likely to entail some combination of Joel Musgrove, Noah Syndergaard, Chris Bassett, Nathan um 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 Nathan Nathan Ovaldi Ovaldi. There we go. Nathan Ovaldi, Clayton Kershaw, Zach Eflin, Jameson Talon, um, and Mike um, Clevinger, plus give or take a few of those veterans with opt-out clauses. It is Verlander, Rodon, or whomever. On the side of things, the market will again feature Kenley Jansen, along with the likes of um, Aroldis Chaplin, Chapman, um, Craig Kimbrough, Chad Green, and Taylor Rogers. It's not the most star Latin group, but there's enough talent there to envision teams happily bolstering their rotations and bullpens all the same. Um, any make or break seasons. It wouldn't be a free agent class without a few wild cards. Um, in our estimation, the following three players have um, the most riding on this season. Joey Gallo, outfielder Yankees, prior to being sent to New York last deadline. Um, Gallo has established himself as an all-star caliber player. He was known for slugging and walking and being athletic enough enough to play center. Putting him in the Yankee State in Yankee Stadium seemed like a perfect pairing. Unfortunately, it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked out. Gallo is off to a tough start this season, and if he continues to underwhelm, then he might have no choice but to take a short-term deal to reestablish himself. Gary Sanchez. Um, the catcher traded to the Twins. Um, from a current Yankee to a former Yankee, Sanchez became a polarizing figure in New York because of his defense and his fluctuating deep offense. He has a chance to use his fresh start in Minnesota as a springboard to a lucrative multi-year deal, depending on how well he slugs and takes to a new pitching. Dansby Swanson, shortstop, Braves. Um, Swanson has been reliably worth one to two wins um, throughout his career. That's a useful profile, but it's not the kind that teams like to pony up for in free agency. It would behoove him than to have a season more reminiscent, remin, reminiscent um, of his 2020 campaign when he earned MVP consideration. Um, the good news 
for those three players and for anyone that for anyone who is tired of thinking about the transaction side of the game is that there's a long way to go between now and the opening of free agency. Hmm. Well, I'm not even going to really get into. Um, all right, so let me see if there's any other. Um, all right, um, now we need to get into uh, the whole Michael Conforto thing. Okay, so according to the New York Post, um, Michael Conforto's free agency will spill over into next offseason. The former Mets outfitter underwent surgery on his right shoulder last week. Um, that um, that will keep him sidelined for all of 2022, according to um, agent Scott Boras. The Post recently reported that Conforto had been given the option of surgery. The Post, John Heyman, first reported Saturday that Conforto's underwent the surgery by Dr. Neil Altrache. Um, Conforto sustained the injury in January during workouts, according to Boris. After the lockout concluded, Conforto, Conforto remained unsigned as he attempted to rehab the shoulder. Last offseason, Conforto declined the Mets qualifying offer for this year's worth $18.4 million as he pursued a larger deal. If Conforto signed elsewhere, the Mets would have recovered a draft pick in the number 75 to 80 range overall. But Conforto's um Continued unemployment into next winter means the Mets will not receive that compens the compens compensatory compensatory draft pick. Hmm. You don't want any of your friends or teammates to undergo surgery, especially as serious as a shoulder as a sh- shoulder surgery. Pete Alonzo said after the Mets um, 5-2 loss to the Diamondbacks. I wish Mike all the best in speedy recovery, in speedy and healthy full recovery. Tyler Walker's return to the Mets rotation will uh, will likely occur against the same opponent he faced he last faced. The right-hander is expected to come off the injured list and to start um re- yeah. yeah, to start Friday or Saturday against the Phillies, which already happened on the next on the next homestand. Of course, according to manager Buck Showalter, Walker departed after just two innings on April 11th in Philadelphia with shoulder soreness that was diagnosed as um bursitis. Bursitis. Hold on a minute. Okay, that's interesting. What the heck is bursitis? Let's let's look this up. Um. Okay, hold on. 
okay, um, I am going to fill um, the people who watch sports um, what bursitis is. Okay, so hang on a second. Okay, so um, all right, so wait a second. So bursitis is okay. Hold on a second. Let's take a look at the definition. Um. Okay, so I'm going to. Okay, so bursitis is a painful condition that affects the small, fluid-filled sacs called um, bursae that cushions that cushion the bones, tendons, and muscles near your joints. Bursitis occurs when bursae becomes inflamed. Um, the most common locations for bursitis are in the in the shoulder, elbow, and hip. But you can also have bursitis on by your knee, heel, and the base of your big toe. Bursitis often occurs near joints that perform frequent repetitive motion. Um, treatment typically um, involves resting the affected joint and protecting it from further trauma. In most cases, bursitis pain goes away within a few weeks with proper treatment, but recurrent flare-ups of bursitis are common. Now, of course, the symptoms include if you have bursitis, the affected joint might feel achy and stiff, hurt more when you move it or press on it, look swollen and red. When to see a doctor, consult your doctor if you have disabling joint pain, sudden um, inability to move a joint, excessive um, swelling, redness, bruising, or a rash in the affected area, sharp or shooting pain, especially when you exercise or exert yourself, a fever. Um, so the causes, hold on a second. So the causes of um, includes the most common causes of bursitis are repetitive motions or positions that put pressure on the bursae around a joint. So the examples include throwing a baseball or lifting something over your head repeatedly, leaning on your elbows for a long period, long periods, extensive kneeling for tasks such as laying carpet or scruff, scrubbing floors. Oh boy. That's gotta suck. That has to suck, man. Yeah. Um, other causes include injury or trauma to the affected area, inflammatory arthritis, such as um, rheumatoid arthritis, um, gout, and infection. Risk factors. Anyone can develop bursitis, but certain factors can in increase your risk. Of course, age. Um, bursitis become more common with aging. Occupations or hobbies, if you work or hobby requires repetitive motion or pressure on particular bursae, your risk of developing bursitis 
increases. Examples include carpet laying, the tile setting, gardening, painting, and playing a musical a musical instrument. God damn. Shit. That sucks, man. That's that's gotta suck, man. Other medical conditions, certain um, systemic diseases and conditions such as rheumatoid arthritis, gout, and diabetes increase your risk of developing bursitis. Being overweight can increase your risk of being of developing hip or knee bursitis. Prevention. Not all not while not all types of bursitis can be prevented, you can reduce your risk and the severity of flare-ups by changing the way you do certain things. For example, using knee, using kneeling pads, use some type of padding to reduce the pressure on your knees if your job or hobby requires a lot of kneeling. Lift pro, lifting properly. Bend your knees when you lift. Falling to do so puts extra stress on the birthday in your hip. Um, wheeling heavy loads. Carrying heavy loads puts stress on the birthday in your shoulders. Um, use a dolly or a wheeled cart instead. Taking frequent breaks, alternate repetitive tasks with um, rest or at other activities. Maintaining a healthy weight, being overweight places more stress on your joints. Exercising, strengthening um, your muscles can help protect your affected joint. Warming up and stretching before strenuous activities to protect your joints from injury. So there you go. There you go about, um, about bursitis. Now we are gonna go to. Now we're gonna go back to. Um, now we're gonna go back to where we left off. Um, we're gonna go back to where we left off here. Um, hang on. Hold on a second. Just a second. Yeah. Bursitis. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, bursitis. Uh, hold up. Where did I see the word bursitis? Um, wait a minute. Bursitis. Um. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay, team officials are still deciding whether Walker will throw a simulated game Monday in St. Louis or if he will need another minor league rehab restart before rejoining the rotation. Walker pitched in a minor league rehab game on Wednesday. By holding Walker back until Friday or Saturday, the Mets can keep their rotation in order without disruption in terms of adding days in between starts. Max Max Scherzer, Chris Bassett, and Carlos Carrasco will start the three games in St. Louis. The Mets have the day off, which was last week. Uh, Walker underwent surgery in January to remove um, damaged cartilage 
from his right knee. He was lifted early from his final spring training start because of knee discomfort, and there departed his start from against the Phillies with the shoulder soreness. Um, of course, obviously, hold on a second. Hold on a second, man. Um, Walker underwent surgery in January to remove damaged cartilage from his right knee. He was lifted early, yeah, early from his final spring training because um, of his discomfort and then departed his start against the Phillies with the shoulder soreness. Edwin Diaz initially thought the location was good on his slider, which um, Dalton um, virtual hit for a game-time homer in the ninth inning, but upon further review, that wasn't the case. I thought I'd made a good pitch, but when I saw the video, I left it right in the middle, Diaz said. I threw 14 pitches, and on the bad one, they got a homer. The blown save was Diaz's first and only two chances this season. The right-hander, other other five appearances, um, entering Saturday had occurred in non-save situations. Drew Smith's um, stock continues to rise. The right-hander has a perfect ERA over seven appearances. He has allowed three hits and three walks with eight strikeouts in seven innings. Um, okay. All right. So, um, in all fairness... In all fairness, the Mets hitters are off to a very good start. So, not gonna hold you. Not gonna hold you. Um. Yeah. So, without making too, making things too redundant, with um Allison um McKaig's excellent position play meter that went up earlier this week, it's worth noting. Again, that the Mets hitters are off to a very good start this season with an 11-4 record. Actually, it's it's 13 or 15. I'll have to check on that. Um, record into, heading into their game in Arizona tonight. Defense, the offense has combined with the starting pitching to mitigate the uneven performances of the bullpen. It is still April, of course, but as a team, the Mets rank fifth in baseball with an average of 4.87 runs scored per game. Their 125 WRC plus ranks third. Their um, .346 OBP second, and their um, .397 um, SLG seventh. The team is also tied for second in baseball and stolen bases with 11, a practically unheard of thing for any Mets team of the past several years. In total, Mets Mets hitters have a .257, .348, 
no, excuse me, 346.397 line. And while players like Eduardo Escobar figures to regress to the mean, there is some un- unlocked potential for increased power hitting in the team's lineup. Of course, Mark Canna doesn't have an extra base hit yet. And Jeff McNeil is rocking just a 0.100 ISO. Though it's fair to point out that he had just a 0.107 ISO in last year. And while J.D. Davis isn't one of the most powerful bats in baseball, there's some pop in the bat despite the fact that he has just one extra base hit this year, which was a double. Even with Davis, Luis Guillaume, Robertson Cano, and, of course, Robbie Cano, James McCann, Don Smith, and Tomas Nito, all sitting well below a 100 WRC plus on the season. The lineup feels like it's full of major league hitters from top to bottom most days. There is a very long way to go, but there's nothing wrong with stopping to enjoy the fact that the Mets are playing very well right now. Thanks, thanks in large part of no part two, rather a functioning lineup coming off last year's disappointing production at the plate. It's been very, a very welcome sight. Okay, so let's see how much time we got here. All right. I think we're going to um we're going to wrap this up right now actually. Um I've been meaning to do this for quite some time. Um I mean to do this for quite some time. So what we're going to do here is all right so that's gonna do it for episode um 24 of excellent fun vibrant podcast the sports edition show of course you like what you heard in today's episode or any previous episodes whatsoever please feel free to make a charitable donation to my cash app which is dollar sign g money stacks 555 that's dollar sign capital g Lowcase M O N E Y, um, capital S, lowcase T A C K Z, 555. So, um, it's not about breaking the bank, folks. It's all about, um, doing the best you can on whatever amount of money you decide to choose, whether it's a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen, twenty, whatever amount you choose to do will be appreciated no matter what the amount is so don't worry your donation will be will be counted so don't worry about that um all right all right so we're gonna get into i want to get into um i haven't gotten into i have not gotten into um a segment for a while actually so we're gonna get into real quick the podcast free game mechanisms
All right. Um, now it's been a long time since I did podcast free game mechanism segment, so I am going to actually get into it right now. So there you go. What we're gonna do is this. Okay, so here it is. Um, if anybody is interested in making a podcast like I'm doing right now with with three podcast shows underneath my belt. I got you. Um, You need some important equipment to start a podcast, right? This is where I fill you in on it. First and foremost, um, you need need headphones. You also need a microphone. It could be any model that you choose. Now, it doesn't have to be anything too expensive. It could be um, a Yeti microphone. It could be an Alvoxcon A800 microphone that I'm using right now. Um, you can find the microphones in Best Buy, Target. This is where I actually bought this at. Um, you can find it in um, Amazon. And, of course, you can also find microphones in Walmart. So... And also, you need a laptop or a computer to do live streams. So, you know what I'm saying? And alongside with that, you also need a supporting software, which is where I segue into StreamYard territory. StreamYard is the software that I use to connect my YouTube channels, like like Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, Sports Edition Show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and of course, G Money Stacks 555 with all the New York podcast episodes already posted. Um, and uh, and what I like about it is that um, when you create an account with StreamYard, you're going to get a login key. Um, the, the people from StreamYard are going to send you an email address with six numbers. You can copy and paste it to the spot um, where it says um, uh, login. And when you, when you paste the six numbers on there, you're going to see uh, login. And you should be good to go to set up your live stream schedules. Um, on a weekly basis, depending on which days are you planning to do this. Now, um, it also allows you to create your own brand, um, create talking points, including the name of this 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 podcast right here, and and where you can follow the show. Of course, with the talking points, as you can see, scrolling across the YouTube screen and uh, and you get to send invite links to people with um, email addresses, phone numbers and, of course, the Instagram handles. All right. So that way, um, when they click to the invite link that's being sent and if I see that you just arrived in the StreamYard studio. I will add you to the live stream um, chat. So that way you can chat with me on on topics, 
involving sports and whatever whatever topics you want to talk about on my uh, my other show, my New York podcast show, of course. Um, and uh, of course, Meticulous Rogers podcast is included too. Um, of course, you know ideas for you know music artists to review and stuff like that. So you know, yeah. So there you go, right there. Um, also, I want to remind um, I want to remind um, um, podcasters that's creating. Um, if you have a unique name for your for your show, don't worry about the fucking haters, okay? And don't worry about fucking critics or anyone who is critiquing everything, which is very annoying, by the way. It's very annoying, by the way. And um, and I will say, and I will say this though. Um. As I said earlier, um, and uh, one of my friends is on um, Instagram live stream is that not all money is good money. The same way that not all contracts are good contracts. Okay, and I'm only saying this because, because um, you know, I am going strong on ownership. Because ownership as a content creator is very, very, very important, especially creative control, creative freedom, um, especially especially if you have any ideas for topics to talk about and all that other stuff. Because, um, because I feel like if you sign a contract with a network, a podcast network, or a TV network, if you will, um, it's almost like you're basically giving away your ownership of what you started it's like you're giving away it's like you're giving away who you are as you as a as a fucking person as a human being and you shouldn't have to do that because because you're being pressured into doing that just because of a quick buzz really a buzz does not last forever folks you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying a buzz is not last forever it's 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 almost like 15 minutes of fame 15 minutes of fame you know what i'm saying and and look not everybody is going to actually you know be able to and i get that not too many people are going to have time to listen to the episodes and stuff because they had a long day of work and stuff i get that but damn, come on. At least, at least tell me what at least tell me what you think of the topics and stuff like that. What's your feedback, your thoughts and talks and stuff? You know what I'm saying? That's what this is a that's what this is for. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, there you have it right there. I just wanted to actually um clear things up though, man. You know what I'm saying? And as for somebody who said that I was going in circles with three podcast shows, let me tell you something, man. Changing my image as far as like you know content and stuff, it's almost like almost like you're trying to change who you are to appease to other people in fucking society, which by the way, society fucking blows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
society blows, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not here to please people. I'm not here to be a role model to anybody. I can't please everybody. I'm only human. I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do me before I think about anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I hope you understand what I'm saying because, you know, people get caught up in the idea of, you know, signing contracts and stuff, but then, but then they end up getting screwed over. You know what I'm saying? Whether you read it, whether you read it or not, it doesn't matter. And I am going to listen to an episode of See the Thing is Podcast, episode 95, when they explain that the, the when they explain that you know being under a, a network like a TV network or a podcast network and shit like that is not all fucking glamorous. And I am going to actually talk about this in my um in my other show, um, off the meat rat change New York podcast to actually, you know, you know, tell people that it's important to actually know your self-worth, um, your self-worth and your value because your value, your self-worth, your talent, your, um, your creative control, all that stuff is not for fucking sale, okay? It's not for fucking sale, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to actually um, stress this because, you know, it kind of irritated me um, when I was basically, like, on... I was actually, you know, watching TV, and then, and then there's some text messages from a group chat, which I'm not going to say their names on here. But, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't got time for the monkey dollars and shit, man. I ain't got time for the monkey dollars and shit, man. Which What's going on with the fucking inflation and shit. So I'm not even going to even go there on this show right here. So anyway, man. um, We're going to go on to our last. Our last, 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 last segment right here. Which is stream choices on the go. Make sure you follow Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast on Instagram alongside with the other show, Meticulous Vodges Podcast. Make sure you um, also follow Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. I know I haven't been on Facebook as much to do a post and stuff, but I will um, update you on the particular episodes that's already out right now um and episode 141 will be out tomorrow on audio streaming platforms which i will get into which i will get into um after i mention my instagram handle which is which is g money stacks 555 in queens new york and of course make sure you follow me on 17 live as well which is g money stacks um queens new york all right so here we go um like i said if you have any questions um any any thoughts and talks about the topics that was reviewed um worth mentioning and stuff like that of course you can leave a voice message on the 
anchor.fm um, podcast page on there. So that way you'll be able to, um, you know, you know, record your message. You click in the link in the bio. You're going to see the name of the show. You click on there and you're going to see the word message on there. You see the word message. You're going to record your voice message on there. And on top of that, um, you will be able to, you will be able to send your questions. Of course, you could, you could, um, tell me what you think or whatever, but don't, but do not, do not ridicule me because I'm not trying to look for 15 minutes of fame. That's not the reason why I started these podcast shows in the first place. I started this podcast because I was looking for something very therapeutic and I was looking for a skill. And this is it right here. Podcasting is a skill behind the microphone. I don't care what nobody says whatsoever. I am on my podcast grind on a weekly basis for a reason. It's to inspire people, it's to inspire, motivate people. You know what I'm saying? You know, to inspire people that, you know, to break the narrative of somebody telling you that you're not going to make it past 50 episodes. I am already past 50 episodes with um Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast and Meticulous Vod Juice podcast uh, review show. So I already did that already, and I'm going to do the same with this one right here. So, so there you have it right there. Um, it's it's just a matter of inspiration and motivation that I'm trying to give here, you know what I mean, to everyone out there that wants to start a podcast. Don't feel discouraged if you don't have a lot of followers and you don't have a lot of X amount of followers and shit. That should not define you. It should not define you, you know what I'm saying? It shouldn't define you because that's not part of who you are. It'll be nice, but that doesn't necessarily mean it should define you. And society blows, motherfuckers. (laughs) And that's my take on that shit, though, man. You can listen to the episodes of Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast Sports Edition show on Anchor. We are on Audible, Audacity, Amazon Music, Breaker, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podfriend, Podorama, Podcast Addict, Podcast Index, Podchaser, Podverse, Reason FM. Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating with Podchaser, Podfriend, and Spotify. That will be appreciated. And and don't forget to listen to the sports podcast episodes on Radio Public. We are on iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcast. Make sure you follow on iHeartRadio. Um excellent fun vibrant podcast sports edition show and also follow my other shows um meticulous vibe juice podcast review show and of course make sure you follow um off the meat rack change new york 
podcast on there as well. And do the same with all the other stream platforms that I just mentioned. Make sure you subscribe. And speaking of subscribe, last but not least, the YouTube. Make sure you grab that subscribe button and press that noni-noni bell so you can be reminded when the show goes goes in the air via live stream. Um, of course, upcoming episodes, more video content, previous episodes. Make sure you catch up on all the episodes on YouTube and audio streaming platforms that I just mentioned. And, of course, share the episodes. Leave a like and a comment with the episodes, with the topics. Make sure you download these episodes. Download these episodes, all right? Um, download these episodes. Make sure you um, tell a friend to another friend. Spread the word. Word of mouth is important. And, of course, um, make sure you um, share the podcast with your wives, your husbands, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your friends. Um, and and along with um, the people you are cool with from work. Um, of course, spread the word to everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's 365 days in a year, folks. Um, so you you can't say you don't have time if you can't say you don't have time to listen to a podcast or you, you're basically you know a worker. I get I get that you want to be able to pay bills and shit. I get that though, man. But please just you know you know download the episodes and also do the same with my other podcast um shows whatsoever make sure you catch up make sure you listen stream and watch the episodes and you know give your analysis of what you think and what you thought about it and stuff you know what i'm saying and of course um i am in the process of looking for co-hosts for my sports podcast and along with my other shows um you know, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, Review Show, and Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast. Um, if anybody's interested, you can um you can DM me on the gram, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York, or you can email you can email me at G Money Stacks Queens New York 5 at gmail.com. Uh, or you get or you can go to the show's um, Gmail, which is Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast um, at gmail.com. So there you go. <sighs> all right. Um, all right. I'm about to be out of here, man, because The Simpsons is on so, and the Mets baseball game is on. So I am going to enjoy the rest of the, rest of the night. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you. You guys are probably wondering um, what's there to watch as far as sports. The Mets baseball game, there's a Yankees game or whatever. If you're a Yankee fan, you can go ahead and watch it. Um, of course, um, Mets games on ESPN. The Yankees game, if you have any cable, it's on the Yes channel. So, And if it's not on the Yes channel, you can try ESPN too. So there you go right there. Um Thank you very much for listening, tuning in, and rocking with me on episode 24 of Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, the sports edition show. And I will be back next time. Same time, same place, same man cave channel. And remember, 
The grind does not stop. Hard work pays off. Don't rush the process. Do what makes you happy mentally, physically, and spiritually. All right? And I and I hope you and I hope and I wish you the best of luck in your podcast journey. And and yeah. You know, don't let anybody stop you, you know what I'm saying? Um yeah. So Episode 25 is next week. I will be talking about uh, what went down with the brawl of the New York Mets explosion with the Cardinals recently. So stay tuned for that next week. Sundays at 6 p.m. on YouTube and alongside with um, Instagram Live right here. So, of course, Instagram Live. Make sure you turn on the notifications of course, um, of course, it's gonna be a, gonna be a good one right here. It's gonna be a good show. So, so other than that, thank you very much for rocking with me, and I appreciate every single one of you who tuned in and listened. Um, and you know, I'm gonna continue to grow this sports podcast because this is needed as well. Um. And I like sports, so, you know what I'm saying? So, there you go, right there. I'm off this shit. Enjoy yourselves in the rest of the weekend. Peace and one love. And have yourselves a good night. And happy May 1st to everyone out there. Um, Have a good night. Peace. Hey guys, G Money Stacks here. You like what you heard? 
I need your help on some things. Go to the YouTube channels like Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast Sports Edition Show, G Money Stacks 555, and Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast by grabbing the subscribe button, enable alerts with the notification bell, leave a like, comment on the episodes, including the topics, and much more. Plus, you can catch up on the episodes on streaming platforms, including YouTube, by going to the link that says Linktree slash Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast. Make sure you follow on Instagram, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast, alongside with myself, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Thank you so much for tuning in and rocking with me and listening to the episodes. Peace and one love.